is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Web Slingers Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me, and I am so... Well, actually, why don't I actually complete the catchphrase? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Web Slingers Podcast. This is the one and only show where we where we talk about all things Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe. I almost forgot the catchphrase. I am really tired right now, guys. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining me. I know I, we missed out on Saturday's Zeke Said So show. I do apologize for that. I just didn't have time to do it. I just got so caught up in a lot of other things. Just life has been just kind of changing and evolving into crazy thing in crazy ways, you know, just life in general is just moving quickly. So got a lot to do and we got a lot of news to talk about. Um we're going to talk about all the news we got today, but you know we got a bunch. We we only have let's see one two three four move uh, four uh, Q and A questions uh, in the Ask the Spider Verse section. Um, so we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about those, but we we're gonna get through the 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 move the Marvel news um, segment first. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to kind of just tell you guys a little bit, share with you guys a little bit about what's been going on. Um, here with Zeke said so. So obviously, if you guys, those of you who listen to the show Avatar: The After Show, you guys know that that show is now uh, the first season of Avatar: The After Show is now complete. Next season will start on May sixth, twenty. Uh, what's May? Let me see if I got the date right. Because I want to see if I got this. Okay, May 5th. Uh, May 5th, 2021. Um, and Throwback Thursday is coming, is also going to be coming to an end. In fact, this week you're going to have a brand new episode of Throwback Thursday with um, Trick with our review of Trick or Treat. Last week we did an episode talking about the film Chef. Um, so that show will be coming to its ending. Uh, the f- The first season of that show will be coming to an end. The only two shows that will continue to move on until the end of the year are the Web Slingers podcast and uh, 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 the Zeke Setso show. Now I have an announcement for the Web Slingers podcast as regards to what. Uh, in regards to a new, uh, to a couple new segments I'm going to have, and then a year-long tradition. Let's start with the new segment first. As part of the new segment, I'm going to start adding a review segment where I review Marvel-related things that are outside of the movies. So I'll review a Marvel video game. I'll review a Marvel uh, TV show. You know, so on and so on. I'll I'll do episode reviews of some of the Marvel TV shows. So, you know, you'll see me review maybe an episode of the Spectacular Spider-Man or maybe an episode of the Marvel Netflix Daredevil movie. Really, anything um, that uh, uh, that you guys, uh, really anything that uh, I choose to talk about, I will talk about it in that segment. So there will be a review segment to the Web Swingers podcast. Now, um, number two, and this is a kind of something that I want to do 
on the last episode of the Web Swingers podcast on the last show uh, of of every year. Okay, so basically the last Web Swingers podcast episode you're going to get this year will be on December 28th. It'll be on December 28th. Um, actually... It might be before that because I don't want I I don't think I want to do anything for Christmas. I don't think I want to work on Christmas so on the on the week of Christmas and New Year's. So, um, so December twenty first will be the last episode of the Web Swingers podcast. That way, the last episode of the Zexetsu show will be on December twenty sixth, um, or at least will be uploaded on December twenty sixth, the day after Christmas. Um, or hmm, I don't know. I want to kind of do it before Christmas, so... I don't know. Well, you know what? Just to be safe, I'll say December 14th. Point is, in December, you're going to get an entire segment of uh, the Web Swingers podcast where I break down, where I give you guys my official rankings for the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. So... Um, basically this year, this year's will be the first, uh, rankings list. So at the end of every year, we'll have a a group of Marvel films that have come out. We'll have a series of of MCU films that have come out. So that list, the, the rankings list will change depending on which movies come out that are going to be on the, the higher up list or what movies are going to be on the lower tier list um but the point is um this year when i do the mcu rankings i'm going to do the rankings list from the movies that started with iron man all the way all the way to spider-man far from home so we're gonna all all those that entire let's see, what, 11-year period of the MCU from Iron Man to Spider-Man Far From Home. So you'll see me do a rankings for Iron Man, Captain America, um, Iron Man 2, stuff like that. You'll see me rank those films, and um, I think it will be a lot of fun. And yes, there's going to be a time where you see, where you hear the list every year and go, wait, but this sounds similar to last year. The only difference is that it's going to have a couple of MCU. So, like, let's say if Black Widow comes out and it ends up in my top five. I'm just throwing a number out there. Let's say if Black Widow comes out and it makes my top five MCU films. Well, whatever was in the number five spot will be bumped down thanks to uh, because of Black Widow. Or, or vice versa. Let's say if Black Widow comes out and it's the worst MCU film of all time. Then I'll, then, you know... My my lowest rated MCU film will actually get bumped up because again Black Widow came out. So I mean I don't want to put that I I don't want to put that label on Black Widow. I I am excited for that movie, but um, I'm just giving you guys basically an example on how it's going to go every single year. So every year you're not getting the same identical list. Every year you're getting you're getting a brand new list because there's going to be some new MCU films that come out. Obviously, we would have started it this uh, we would have started adding new ones this year, 
But because there are no MCU films, I felt like it would be the perfect time to kind of give you guys my current rankings of the MCU. That way, going into next year, when we're going to start getting new MCU material, uh, MCU movies, I should say, uh, then I will add those to the list. And keep in mind, I am ranking MCU films, not the TV shows. So WandaVision, because it's going to be the first TV show that's released, you're not going to see WandaVision in the rankings list. You'll probably see it as an honorable mention, but it's only be, but that's because it's a TV show and not a movie. Okay? So just keep that in mind when, when you hear the rankings. Okay. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's go ahead and start talking about the, the Marvel News segment. This is the, one, the only part of the show where we break down all the movie news... All the news topics going on in the Marvel Universe. And we're going to start off with this one. Uh, About two weeks ago, they announced a series of new MCU release dates. They have delayed Black Widow. Um, Black Widow will now be released on May 7th, 2021. Uh, Shang-Chi has been bumped to July 9th, 2021. Eternals has been bumped to November 5th, 2021. Uh, Spider-Man 3, um, I think Spider-Man 3 was already slated for December 17th of 2021. Um, Thor, Love and Thunder has been pushed to to February 11th, 2022. And Doctor Strange 2 has been pushed to uh, March 25th of 2022. So, um, a whole new... Uh, slew of of rankings now this comes as no surprise as the fact that movie theaters are kind of in a a, a dying kind of they're kind of in this drought right now where a lot of studios just don't feel comfortable releasing movies right now even though the movie theaters are reopened a lot of studios just don't feel comfortable releasing the films um and and it kind of does suck because I'll be honest with you guys. I went to the movie theater. I finally went to a Regal Cinemas movie theater that was open not too far away from where I live. Um, uh, and unfortunately, I did have to drive about 30 minutes to get there. But it, it was worth the 30-minute drive because I got, to, I got to finally sit down inside of a movie theater. And I'll tell you what. I felt as comfortable as like, I felt. I felt comfortable sitting in a movie theater during this time that we live in of social distancing and COVID-19 and stuff like that. I felt comfortable. Okay. Um, but unfortunately I understand where some of movie, where some studios are coming from. They don't feel comfortable taking a giant risk on movies coming out right now, especially because the box office really isn't doing too hot. And I think right now, I and I think right now, I understand why a lot of movies don't want to promote, um, don't want to be coming out this year because this year we basically lost an entire year. Not just with movies, but with everything, we've lost an entire year with twenty twenty. Like it's already October, and I think all of us are just ready for twenty twenty. I think all of us have been ready for twenty twenty one to start. Back in March. <laughs> so, and look, obviously, you know, maybe 2021 will be kind of like a, a reboot of sorts. 
you know it'll be the it'll be our reboots you know we're basically gonna kind of come back from or you know what this will be um 2020 is basically the entirety of infinity war anytime we thought something good was gonna happen it just something bad went down okay or you know just so so 2020 if 2020 is infinity war then 2021 is going to be end game it's going to start out we're going to be kind of sad because of the the events of 2020 but then we're going to pick ourselves up and we are going to return and we are going to yell out avengers assemble and we're going to charge at at the battle of thanos and his army and why am i getting so hyped for this but anyway regardless um <laughs> we are we're going to uh kind of just pick ourselves up from this i that's that's just kind of the analogy i like to make if 2020 is the infinity war 2021 is going to end up being end game where it's going to start out kind of mourning uh mourning the events of 2020 but then we will eventually pick ourselves up and uh and go back in time and create a series of fan service moments that have no impact on the story whatsoever. Shot at Avengers Endgame. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, as far as the release dates go, I don't mind them. I mean, it does suck that 2020 is going to be the first time since 2009 that we have not gotten an MCU film. We've had an MCU film every single year since 2009. You know, and the fact that we're not going to get one this year just kind of makes me sad a little bit. It makes me sad. So, all right, let's talk about the next uh, news topic real quick. And next uh, news topic we got is this. Miss Marvel has officially cast the lead character, uh, uh, newcomer Iman Villani. V- Velani, v- Velani, or okay, um, will play uh, Kam- uh, Kamala Khan, aka Miss Marvel, and I am actually intrigued by this news. The fact that they're going with a new, a newcomer. They're not going for some big name actress. They're going with someone who with with a bit of a newcomer, someone who doesn't have that much experience. And I think this will kind of be their breakthrough. You know, this will kind of be the the, the role that kind of puts them in more stuff. Like, you know, because being in one of these movies, you know, once you're in one of these movies, you end up getting way more roles than you ever did. I mean, just look at, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. You know, he was in a lot of movies before Iron Man. But then he kind of went down, he kind of took a down... Uh, a down uh, a downhill hill spiral a downward spiral and then all of a sudden he's an iron man and now we see him in movies like doolittle which is the worst movie of the year but that's not really saying much um but uh but yeah no i i it's weird you know i don't really know what i what else i can add other than i think it's interesting um I'll just have to wait and see how this girl can act. Um, all right. Uh, Doctor Strange 2 uh, will start filming uh, very soon. And the uh, it 
According to uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, the film will start shooting in late October or, or early November. Now, this obviously makes sense because, of course, they announced that it is going to be released on March 25th, 2022. Um, that gives them plenty of time to start shooting. I know, it, from what I've heard, I believe Thor Love and Thunder has just started shooting in Australia. Um, but from what I can gather... Is that um, I believe that um, um, that Doctor Strange two, um, it makes sense as to why it's coming out in um, as to why it's gonna start shooting because it they had already announced that you know this will give them plenty of time to kind of shoot the movie because they basically have practically a whole entire year to kind of shoot the film and then we'll probably get a trailer if if movie theaters are open again and life kind of gets to semi back to because life really isn't 100 percent. we're about 50 percent to getting life back to normal um but when life can get to 100 percent back to normal um, I think we're going to end up seeing a trailer probably sometime around mid-July, early, mid-July, early August, somewhere around that for Doctor Strange 2. Um, and for Thor Love and Thunder, we're probably going to see one probably, actually no, for Thor Love and Thunder, we'll probably get one in July, and then for uh, Doctor Strange 2, we'll probably get one in august or september one of those two so i mean who knows okay um but also i mean we all knew doctor strange 2 was probably gonna get pushed just because um earlier this year um scott derrickson dropped out and then there was the fact that sam raimi was coming in to step in so they probably had to do a they probably had to stay back and do a couple rewrites and kind of refigure some stuff out after the fallout with um with Scott Derrickson. So um okay. And the final topic and I know a lot of people you're probably screaming at yourself, "Zeke, why haven't you talked about this yet? This is the biggest one yet." Because I saved the biggest one for last. Jamie Foxx is set to return as Electro in the Tom Holland Spider-Man 3. Um, Jamie Foxx confirmed this on his social media by saying, Tell Spidey, let's run it back. And I won't be blue in this one. Um, he has since deleted that Instagram post, so I wonder if Marvel told him, eh, You might not want to say something yet. We didn't want to confirm it yet. <laughs> um... What are my thoughts on this? Well, here's the thing. Okay, I always... I never hated the idea of Jamie Foxx as Electro. I actually thought it was interesting to go with Jamie Foxx as Electro. Kind of bring in a different take to the character that we never seen. Um, if you're going to bring this character to live action. Because the character in the comics is completely kind of over the top and silly. Some dude who kind of flies around with in a green and yellow costume shooting electricity out of his hands. It's a bit silly and ridiculous. 
unfortunately, the way they handled his character in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, if you've seen my episode of Throwback Thursday, you kind of know that I thought the way they handled his character was a big steaming pile of horse crap, and they just shouldn't have done it that way. Um, and I think... I think everyone deserves kind of a second chance. You know, a lot of people in comic book role, when it comes to comic book roles, have gotten second chances. Ben Affleck was Daredevil, then he became Batman. Um, Chris Evans was the Human Torch, and now he and then he became Captain America. Um, uh, I'm trying to think about what, Ryan Reynolds was Green Lantern. Well, Ryan Reynolds was a horrible version of Deadpool. Then he was Green Lantern, and now he's a great version of Deadpool. So, a lot of actors and actresses have. Oh, Michael B. Jordan went from the Human Torch in. Josh Trank's Fantastic Four to becoming um, a Killmonger in Black Panther. So we've seen this trend of people getting second chances in comic book movies. So it doesn't surprise me that Jamie Foxx is getting another chance to play the same character because maybe Jamie Foxx wanted to bring something to Electro that unfortunately I don't feel like the script was able to give him to do because the script basically treated this character as almost like a wimp, you know? Um, and basically treated him like Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin with the whole, it's my birthday, now I'm going to blow my candles. Or now it's time for me to light my candles. Um, so I don't... Now... Let me let me let me, a lot of people. Someone asked me this a little bit ago, and I thought about putting it in the Q and A question, and I just thought, well, I'm gonna answer it here. Do I think we'll get we'll see other villains coming back? Do so, like, do I think we'll see Topher Grace back? No, I don't think we're gonna see Topher Grace back. You know, maybe we'll see him as a different character, but we will not see him as Venom because they've pretty much set up their own version of Venom that they eventually want to cross paths with Tom Holland Spider-Man, and that is with Tom Hardy. I don't think we're going to see Topher Grace's Venom. Plus, Topher Grace died. Let's just put that. Topher Grace died in Spider-Man 3. So, But then you have uh, Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman. First, personally, I would love to see Thomas Hayden Church back as Sandman because I thought he was really good i thought he was the best he i thought he was one of the best parts of spider-man 3 and it could be interesting to see him go back and play this uh play that character again or um i don't think here's here's the one thing i don't want to see i don't want to see paul giamatti back as the rhino i just don't i don't think the rhino i think the rhino could work I don't know if I want Paul Giamatti playing him after what happened with The Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> um, I think the Rhino would work best as a side character who has no dialogue. As kind of like just the the muscle. He's more like a... He can, be, he can serve more as like a James Bond henchman. You know? And what I mean by that is, you know, every James Bond movie has the henchman. Um, or, or let's... Or let me say... Indiana Jones, okay? 
Indiana Jones, there's always some big guy that Indiana Jones has to fight halfway through. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, there's that big guy who gets his head decapitated by the helicopter. Or in the fourth film, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, there's the, the Russian guy who gets eaten by all those ants. You know? May, I could see Rhino being someone like that, who is somebody who is a big, muscle-bound villain who causes problems for Spider-Man, but Spider-Man beats him uh, pretty... F- uh, but And it, ta- it will take Spider-Man a while, but Spider-Man beats him pretty easily. You know, That's what I think Rhino serves best as. I don't think he serves well as a main antagonist. Because I just don't, I just don't think that's what the character was created for in the first place. Because, talk about another ridiculous character. The Rhino is a completely ridiculous character. I mean, <laughs> I, I love me some Spider-Man, and I love the rogues gallery in Spider-Man. But, it is a, but the Rhino is a completely ridiculous character. I'm not going to hide the fact and say he's, he's not. He's a completely... And I think he's one of the harder characters to bring to life. You know, he's not an easy character to bring to the big screen at all. You know, whereas characters like Craven the Hunter or uh, Green Goblin, Mysterio, there's ways you can adapt. Like, what we saw what they did with Mysterio. Mysterio, this this master of this master illusionist, they had him basically, basically be. I mean, spoiler alert for Far From Home, but they had him become like almost like a motion cap. Also, him using like drones like projectors to kind of create these real life illusions you know that's what i think um that you know that's that's what i think they should do with that's what i think they should do more of or vulture instead of giving him a bird costume giving him more of a wing of a flight uh, of a flight suit you know more of something that you know more of like a bat it, it looks you know, Vulture's wings, and I'm using quotation marks when I say the word wings, um, Vulture's wings are is more like a jetpack almost. It's more like a backpack that he attaches to himself and, the, and it turns into actual wings. And it's got like the little um, the, the, the things that gravitate him towards the air uh, using the alien tech from the Battle of New York. Um, and I think... And I think what they're going to do is I think they're going to make Electro kind of be that same thing where he create technologically creates something that has him shoot electricity. I don't think he's going to get electrical powers. I just don't think they're going to do that. Weirder things have happened in the MCU, but I don't think they're, that's where they're going to go. I think they're going to make him, they're going to give him more of like, um, they're going to, he's going to invent something that gives him those electrical powers, that makes him control electricity and stuff like that. Or who knows, maybe, maybe like during the snap, somehow, you know, he gains superpowers. Who who knows how they're going to explain it. Um, or adapting a character like Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter is actually one that you can actually modernize and make him more like a, like a, like a Black Widow-ish character where he's more of like... A master of weapon, uh, a mercenary who's also a master of weaponry. He's not just a guy in a in a cheetah outfit holding a spear. He can actually be like this this dude in a tactical vest and and stuff like that. 
you know, hold, uh, holding these two briefcases that I got, that got like knives and guns and grenades and stuff like that. You know, you can basically ad- uh, adapt that character and turn him into that. And I feel like, and going back to my point with Rhino, I feel like that character is harder to adapt just because it's a dude in a rhino. It's a literally a dude with a a human face on a rhino's body. How do you adapt that? No freaking clue. And I don't even. And and the Amazing Spider-Man two tried to do it but failed spectacularly. So anyway, we we got to move on because we got four movie news. Uh, four questions to get into so let's go ahead and move on to the ask the spider-verse segment this is the one and only part of the show where we take your guys q a questions um and we only have four of them today so let's get let's go ahead and get through them so what spider-man villains would you like to see again um let's see um if we're not going to bring back the same actor i would love to see uh green goblin done again this time as Norman Osborn, I would love to see Matthew McConaughey play Norman Osborn. And I would also love to see um Actually, I don't know who could play. I actually don't know who who could play um Harry Osborn. I'll have to think about that one. Um but also I would love to see Doc Ock. And if you're not going to bring back Alfred Molina back as Doc Ock, then please give me Mark Hamill because I think Mark Hamill could do, could play a perfect version of Doc Ock. Um, uh, let's see. <sighs> Spider-Man villains I would love to see again. Sandman I've obviously have mentioned. And if you're not going to bring back Thomas Hayden Church, then I think John Cena has the physique of playing Sandman. Um, acting talent aside, I don't really think you need much to play the character of Sandman. Um, let's see. I would say Michael Morbius, but we're already getting that with Jared Leto. Um, I don't know when they're going to do it, but I, I want my I want Black Cat in a movie. And I want her introduced in a Spider-Man. I want her introduced in a Spider-Man movie before we see her in her own standalone movie. Because I, I just, I, I've been waiting to see that character in a Spider-Man movie really ever since the Sam Raimi movies. Like I remember, after watching Spider-Man three, I remember thinking, you know, if they made a Spider-Man four, what they should do is they should add Black Cat. And then I read back on what was supposed to be Spider-Man four, and Felicia Hardy was supposed to be in, uh in spider-man 4 but whatever that didn't happen and then we got a version of felicia in the amazing spider-man 2 but that went nowhere um but yeah no i th- i i would love to see characters like that um let's see what what spider-man villains have been on screen that i would love to see redone um lizard I would love to see the lizard redone and done right. Um, actually, give him a reason to be evil and not just some dumb. Oh, I am corrupted by this inner voice, like every other Spider-Man villain. Um, so stupid. 
Anyway, all right, let's move on. Um, who is your number one choice to play Moon Knight? Me personally, it's Shia LaBeouf. Um, I've heard Daniel Radcliffe's name being thrown out there. I've heard, um, who's the kid from Maze Runner? Who's the kid who, who, what's the kid's name from Maze Runner? He plays the main character in that movie. Nah, I can't remember what, what the guy, what the kid's name is, but there's him, um... But yeah, no, I I think I think Shia LaBeouf. I think Shia LaBeouf can really portray that character, you know, because Moon Knight is a bit of a lunatic. Um, if you re if you've read the Moon Knight comics, he's a bit of a psychopath. Um, and I think if they could bring in Shia LaBeouf to play that character, I think would be. I I think it could, I think he could really do a good job. I've always thought Shia LaBeouf was a good actor. I mean, yeah, he's been in movies that are garbage, but he's also been in a lot of really great movies. Like he's even good in, you know, the Transformers movies. I thought he was really entertaining in the Transformers movies, and um, obviously in movies like uh, Holes. If you guys have never seen Holes, definitely uh, check it out. Very uh, underrated, in my opinion. Um. Let's see what what other movies is he? um he was good in uh f- what was it Fury was he in Fury the one about the the soldiers in the tank um with Brad Pitt I think he was in Fury I don't know I can't remember but even he's in movies like Honey Boy where he plays his own dad is awesome and then there's um my favorite performance of his was in Peanut Butter Falcon oh my gosh I would love. And it was really after watching Peanut Butter Falcon was when I thought, yep, this dude needs to play Moon Knight. This dude, this dude should play Moon Knight. And that was before they had even announced that he was even that Moon Knight was even happening. So, all right, uh, most underrated MCU villain. You know what? I was actually rewatching Iron Man uh, the other day. I think Obadiah Stane is actually a really underrated MCU villain. Yeah, his motivation is a bit cliche. You know, the the greedy businessman who wants to take down the 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 rightful heir. You know, that sounded more like the Lion King. Anyway, the greedy businessman who doesn't like the protege. I, it, we've seen it a hundred times over, but. I just love kind of his whole, I don't know, I just love the way Jeff Bridges played him, you know, I love that moment where um, he's talking with Tony, and, you know, he, he, um, he, he's uh, about to kill Tony, and he's like, you know, it's funny. You tried to you tried to rid the world of weapons, and you gave it its best one ever. And I actually was like, "Hmm." He's basically, you know, and this is the way I examined it. You can you can take it this way or not, but this is just the way I took it. He's basically 
out there calling Tony a, a bit of a hypocrite because Tony swore that he was going to shut down all manufacturing of, of weapons and that he wasn't going to build them again. But then he creates this suit of armor that is filled with tons of weapons, you know, that can shoot missiles out of the out of his arm, you know. So and I actually I I I thought it was very I thought it, I honestly I still to this day think he's a very good villain. I do. Yeah, the motivation's cliche. We've seen it a hundred times over, but I still think he's a good villain. And I think the way Jeff Bridges plays him is I think really good. So Alright, and the final question is with Jamie Foxx returning as Electro, could we see Andrew Garfield return as Spider-Man? I think we will see Andrew Garfield return, but I don't think we're going to see him. I don't think we're going to see him in a prominent role. I think if we're going to see him again, it's going to be a cameo of some sort. Like a cameo in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Or a cameo in the Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse sequel. But I don't think he's going to play a prominent role in anything. I think if we're going to see him again, it's going to be more of a cameo. And look, I'll be honest. I didn't love Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, but I loved his Spider-Man. And if I could get that version of Spider-Man back on the big screen, I would I would I would lose my mind cuz I love his his Spider-Man. Not his Peter Parker, but his Spider-Man. You know, um where as Tobey Maguire, he was a great Peter Parker. His Spider-Man is a little iffy. Um, and then Tom Holland is obviously the combination of both, and it's fantastic. He's very much like Josh Keaton from the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series. So, but no. Do I think we'll see... I think we'll, we, we will see Andrew Garfield return. I don't think we're going to see him return in a prominent role. I think if we do see him, he's going to be more in a cameo. Alright, guys. That will do it for this episode of the Web Swingers Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, don't forget, um, we got brand new episode of Throwback Thursday coming this week. It will be a review of Trick or Treat. Um, and there will be a brand new episode of the Zeke Sesso Show. Um, I will do it uh, even if I have to do an Ask Me Anything. So go ahead and send me send in some questions for the Zeke Sesso Show. And I'll definitely answer them on that show. Basically, I'll kind of explain why we took a little bit of a break last week. So... Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.